Crack open a tip of Genesee. Watch the pictures as they travel through your neighbor's Wi-Fi. It's the Rees Company. I'm Steve Rees, the bull of American broadcasting, alongside the great Chris Morganti. And tonight, we're going to check out some classic prank calls into a cable access program. And we're also going to find out what the victim of those calls is up to these days. Sure. Looking forward to that, Chris? I am. Shall we first take a look at the star of North and South? The Rees Company. By the way, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> it helps the algorithm. <laughs> All right. People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. Be nice. That ain't working. I want you to be nice. That ain't working. And you'll both be nice. <laughs> so much as my uh, wife was a giant. But, um. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's the way you do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Reeves Company. So, Chris, you brought something to the program this week you want to share with the folks. It was a video randomly recommended to me by YouTube. And sometimes you get these things. You don't really know why. Uh, in this case, I believe it's because I'm a big fan of prank phone calls. Now, are you only a fan or are you a participant? Have you been a participant? Well, in my youth, I, you know, of course, uh, all the time. Okay. What kind of calls would these be? Well, I, you know, mine weren't so good, but I had one friend who, uh, I remember it was New Year's Eve and that was, that was the night our parents would just leave and we were like eight and they'd just be like, yeah, we're going out <laughs> and you just be home alone. So of course make some prank phone calls, right? My, my friend called some lady and told her he was from the Soviet Union and wanted her to join the communist party. And she agreed to this <laughs> to, to humor him, of course, but I I was like, nah, come on. She really said that? So I called her back, and she's like, uh, okay, it was funny the first time, but what are you doing? Why would you call? Why? She gave me a good lesson in comedy, which is why would you tell the same joke two yes. times in a row? You don't want to run something into the ground. Exactly. So at eight years old, I, that New Year's Eve, eight years old, I learned a comedy lesson, which I probably failed to... <laughs> Fail to realize on this show on a weekly basis. But. Well, maybe we'll see something, some of that a little <laughs> yeah, later. We might. We just <laughs> might. <laughs> now, uh, this particular video amused you. I think it's fantastic. Okay. So we, we just want to go into this. Do you want to set this up? You're right. It does require that much setup. It, it was a Pittsburgh public access uh, <laughs> sports talk show. From Pop and Get the Sodas Porn, Chris Kelly, I'll discuss that, or Chris Henry, I'll discuss that later on. Right. And we're going to go to the phones. <laughs> already, he, he's five seconds in, he's already forgotten the name of his co-host. Yeah, has no clue who the man sitting next to him is. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's either Chris Kelly or Chris Martin. Who, who, frankly, who cares? Let's just keep going. We have our first caller. Hello. Uh, yeah, my head flared up real bad. Yeah, we know. All right. What was that? That's nice to know. It's called Preparation H. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. 
Let's get back. <laughs> can, you, can we pause it again? <laughs> For the record, the co-host said, what was that? <laughs> In his true Chip Chipperson fashion. <laughs> What's that? What's that? He, he, he's got a total deer in the headlights look. <laughs> this guy has no idea what's happening. He right adds now. nothing. <laughs> right now. Yeah, we can keep going. He, he'll, not, he'll not add anything. Into the show, Pittsburgh. What was that? Is that some sort of OCD thing? That's a lot of nervous energy. <laughs> and then someone does wow. that. It's okay. a bad night tonight. Guess we're for two, folks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that all we had on that one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this was, this was him in the 90s. Yeah. Do we have any more of him in the 90s? I don't remember. I think we do. I think we oh, have yeah, two we more do. clips. Yeah, so let's, uh, him in the 90s. let's roll with them there. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's very bizarre. It, so a lot of misfortune befell him. Yeah, but he's ditched the co-host for why not? Right? Well, yeah. I mean that that guy, he was he was just a, a stooge. Yeah, I mean we would have loved to have seen him again, but he's decided wisely, I guess, to to move on and yeah, do he, a solo show. He's the real talent of this. Uh, yeah, pair. that's obvious. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see what happens now. And that. Uh the ref said that the, uh, four, there was a fourth down conversion right before that. Mm -hmm. And he said that, uh, that the dude was in bounds, but uh, I, I don't know about you, Ralph, but, right. I mean, I thought he was totally out of bounds, clearly. Well, you know what, Ralph? I, I think that the officials in the NFL uh, should be reviewed. I think Paul Tagliabue didn't take any real decent action uh, in the Detroit game. I think Phil Luckett and his staff should be fired. I think that those officials in that game – did very poorly in the Detroit Ralph game. Ralph, that Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I love the simplicity of this prank call. Yeah, it's not very clever. No, but it's to the point. Yeah. Ralph is fat. He's stating a fact. And you've disrupted his show as much as if you've <laughs> come up with something clever. But I, the fact that they, uh, that's obviously a child speaking to you. <laughs> How do they not realize that's a child's voice? And he gave his name as Ralph, which is the same name as the host. Like, that doesn't tip you off. You wouldn't ask, well, what's your... Ralph is a nickname, right? For Raphael or something? I don't know. Like, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't, think there are people named Ralph. I guess, but wouldn't you... It would tip you off to at least a little bit of suspicion, I would think. If someone called in as... As the name of the host? What the, I don't know. I don't Ralph. know. Ralph's not an uncommon name. I mean, maybe these days. I guess. But it's still, it's obviously a child. But, uh, well, it wouldn't be the first time he was full. The last time he was full. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have another one in the chamber. Yeah. All right. Let's see. This week? I believe they're playing, uh, let me think off the top of my I head. I think uh, Arizona's going to do it again. I really do. Well, I really like Minnesota. Uh, you're entitled to your opinion, John. I know. Everybody's saying Minnesota and Denver. I don't think so. I think they're both going to choke, both of them, because they're coming in with this high hopes that because they had such a great regular season that they're going to win in the playoffs. It doesn't work that way. I don't think they're going to come in with the intensity and, and, uh, and, the, um, and, the, and the willpower to want to win the game. I think it's going to be Atlanta. Atlanta's a well-coached team, and so are the Jets. And both teams have come to play over the last few weeks, and I think they're going to do it again. Yeah, but you're a fat fuck. All right, thanks, John. (laughs) 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 
Now, again, I love the directness. Let's go right for it. But the subtle nuance of waiting for him to make his entire point and then being like, well, that's a good point. But on the other hand, you're a fat fuck. Brilliant. And you, you see how Ralph was trying to up his game with the, the tie? Whereas before it was just a loose shirt. Right. Yeah, very He's nice. moving up. It's not helping. No. 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 The professionalism isn't there. No. It's uh, very bizarre. Uh, he's somebody uh, who has apparently lasted a long time in this field. He has. And, you know, we, but the thing is, Steve, is so have we. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of joking on this guy, but, I mean, you remember the show, the shows that we did in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like they, I mean, in all fairness to Ralph Williams, the host of this Pittsburgh show. Yeah. I feel like maybe we should take a look back at a couple of our shows from the 90s and and maybe compare. I don't know. Fair enough. Let's see. Crack open a tepid Zima. Watch the pictures as they travel through your neighbor's stolen cable box. It's Spice Guys, where we talk about all Spice Girls all the time. I'm Steve Rees, the calf of American broadcasting, alongside the mediocre Chris Morganti. And we have so much to discuss this week. Jerry Halliwell has left the band. Uh, will she return soon? Or uh, is this a permanent thing that we're going to be dealing with as fans? Uh, Very sad if that's the case. We'd like to hear your thoughts, and uh, maybe we can heal together. We have a caller. Caller. Hi, guys. Hi, Spice Guys. Hey. First time, long time. Oh, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Uh, Who is your favorite Spice Girl and why? Oh, that's easy. Baby Spice. She's the prettiest, she's the cutest, and she has the second best voice. Yeah, she gives great head in the back of O.J.'s Bronco. What just happened? I don't know, but uh, hey, good for you. That's good to know. All right. Well, obviously, that wasn't very good. No. Yeah, particularly me. In fact, I remember you taking me aside. Oh, I gave you some notes, yeah. You gave me, well, you, I feel like you kind of chewed me out, but you told me I needed to be more high energy and punch things up and be more charismatic. And, uh, well, I mean, I tried to do that, but I just, this is all I had in the 90s was, was what we're going to see here. Crack open a tip at Red Dog and watch the pictures as they travel through your neighbor's stolen cable box. Yeah, it's baby. Spice Guys. Do I make you horny? Yeah. I'm Steve Rees, the calf of American broadcasting. Groovy, groovy. The mediocre Chris Morganti. Oh, shagadelic, yeah. And we're here, as always, to talk all Spice Girls for the next hour. Right on, yeah. Let us know what you're thinking, what your favorite song is, who your favorite Spice Girl is, whether or not you think they're going to put out another album without Jerry Halliwell. Yeah, baby. Seems unlikely. Let's see if that's going to be the case, and uh, maybe... We can discuss all these issues with you. If you want to be a part of this program, give us a call. In fact, somebody already has. Caller? Oh, groovy. I mean, Austin Powers was popular at the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I understand the choice you made. Wow. At the time, I don't remember being so understanding. Right. Yeah. I think we switched format shortly thereafter. Yeah. Maybe we'll play that another time. And we'll get to that another time uh, when it's appropriate. So uh, the man being pranked in those calls we, uh, we just watched, the guy in Pittsburgh? Uh, Ralph Williams? His name is Ralph Williams. And yeah. it made me wonder what he's up to today. 
Hopefully he's still doing shows and has risen above the criticism he received back then. Oh, well, yeah, he's probably evolved as a broadcaster. And, yeah, I'm sure it's nothing. Much like us, I'm sure he's become something much greater than that now. Yes, as they say, you learn something new every day. So imagine 30 years, yeah. every day learning something, especially plying your trade. Yeah. He should have, um, one would assume, he has learned a lot. Yeah. And is now applying everything he's learned to his broadcasting career. Well, um, he is still doing shows. Oh. He's um, still at the Pittsburgh Public Access game, but he also has a YouTube channel. Well, there you go. And on this channel, he does three shows, Chris. Well, it sounds like he's doing great. Sounds fantastic. Uh, One is called Sports Corner with Ralph Williams. Well, much like his old show. Right. Um, Let's take a look at that one first, and let's see how things are going on over there. Good evening. To Sports Corner with me, Ralph Williams, and it's great to have all of you watchers tonight who watch Twitch. It's great to be on your network now. I'm on Facebook Live, I'm on uh, YouTube Live, and now Twitch Live. So uh, it's great to be on Twitch tonight. We have a lot to talk about tonight, but first we're going to start off with my special guest, Tad Mari, who is the color analyst for Duquesne football and basketball, along with Alex Benormius. And Tad, welcome to the show. Ralph, thanks, Ralph, for, having thanks for having me. Oh, no. Oh, no, no problem. No, 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 uh, no. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that gives us flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't listen to any of that. Now, that to me seems like something. Uh, it's a simple fix. <laughs> okay. Once you find out that's happening, it's, it's very easily addressed. Yeah. And, um, no, this man is a guest of Ralph's for 17 minutes. Yeah. And that echo does not go away. And, uh, yeah, Jim, can you back up to the last second of that clip for us? Because there's a couple other things I want to point out. A, Steve, um, maybe not go with the close shot. (laughs) You know? You know, like, I don't know that that close-up shot is his friend. Yeah, it's not very flattering. Because he hasn't, we, we've already established in the 90s he was being accused of being overweight. <laughs> right. And uh, he hasn't lost, apparently, any of the weight. No, no, it, it's very unflattering. It looks like uh, the guest would echo this question. Why, 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 why will you not, not, not a free Han Solo from <laughs> yeah. the loose side? He does look like that. And also, I, I guess you're not going to see it in this shot, but Jim, can you go ahead in this clip? Or this video, or can you not do that? But just go ahead like 30 minutes. Okay, there it is. Yes, freeze it. This drove me nuts. Why not close the closet door? Those four inches that that's open on the right (laughs) drove me nuts the entire last half of the show. And I don't know what that black clothes tree looking thing is, but why not move that out of the way as Maybe well? Maybe that's something that's prohibiting the door from being fully closed. Yeah, whatever it is, man, make yourself a proper backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I said Ralph Williams has three shows oh, on right. his YouTube channel. And that was only one of them. Yeah, that was only one. Another show is called Talking Wrestling. And the other one, the one we're going <laughs> to get into for a bit, is called uh, The Way I See It with Ralph Williams. Oh, boy. 
Now, that to me, uh, the way I see it, that's something a doof would name his show. That reminds me of Rush Limbaugh's book, The Way Things Ought to Be. The Way Things Ought to Be, yeah. Yeah. It's it's as simplistic as, uh, oh, there ought to be a law with Ralph Williams. Yeah. Man. So, um, anyway, this cat, and we didn't have to go too far back to find this. This past week, Ralph Williams shared a few stories out of his life. In fact, that's what he calls this segment in uh, The Way I See It. He calls it Life Stories. Oh, okay. His life stories, by the way, tend to be food-related rants. Well, just looking at it, it looks... Are we seeing this, Jim, or no? Not yet. Not yet? All right. Well, let's go. Uh, See, now, just seeing it, it looks like he took our advice and panned out a little bit. Yeah. Dimmed the lighting. Good move. Uh, And got a solid color background. So right now I'm thinking he's made some good adjustments. Improvements. Yeah. I I like the way this is going. Let's take a look. All right. Always do. Okay. But this interesting weekend, it was my birthday. Saturday was my birthday. I turned 54 years old on Saturday. And uh, Saturday, we decided, my wife, my mom, and I, to go to the casino. So we did. We go to the casino and uh, come to find out, is something very interesting here, that the buffet restaurant is not reopening. Okay, so those of you out there who really liked the buffet restaurant, which I liked, and some other folks liked, a lot of other folks liked, okay, it's not going to be there anymore. I've even the been there for Thanksgiving. They have a very nice Thanksgiving spread, better than uh, Golden Corral's, because I've been to Golden Corral for Thanksgiving, and... Uh, Food's a little too salty for my taste. All right. But anyway. Can we, can we pause go it? Go to Golden Corral for Christmas or Thanksgiving. That's just sad, man. I mean, I don't even want to say anything else. Golden Corral on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Jim? Give me a couple years. I'll probably be there, too. So, I, who am I to say? Yeah. I've never eaten at a Golden Corral. Um, no, me neither. I have eaten at, there used to be a chain called the Old Country Buffet. Yeah, yeah. And it was just god-awful. I mean, uh, Jim, have you ever Can been I there? Can I chime in on that? Um, yeah, yeah. I actually think they had the best fried chicken around. I'm All not right. kidding you. The rest of the food was garbage, but that fried chicken was top-notch. You know, I will say, if you're going to run a buffet, you got to have at least one thing that's really good. Yeah. And then if people like that, then they're okay because at least they're getting one thing they like. Yeah. All right. Some valid points, I guess. All right. So, um, yeah, the buffet was closed. Yeah. So he, his quote-unquote wife, I don't think they're married, by the way. I don't know how you would know that. But. <laughs> I've done some research on this, gent. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he, his girlfriend, and his mother, uh, they went elsewhere for dinner, but still inside Rivers Casino. Yeah. Let's hear this epic tale. This is part of Life Stories on The Way I See It. With Ralph Williams. Pittsburgh's Forgotten Son. By the way, can we tell the folks why he calls himself Pittsburgh's Forgotten Son? Uh, is it S-U-N or S-O-N? Because I'm thinking he causes eclipses at, at times. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, S-O-N. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. Because uh, nobody he has to do the show will do the show. Oh. So he considers himself an outsider in Pittsburgh media. Even though he's never done a talk show, he hasn't paid to do. Okay. 
All right, so uh, let's see what happens when he goes to the next place in Rivers Casino to enjoy his birthday meal. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Ralph Williams. Uh, the Wheelhouse. Well, I went to eat at the Wheelhouse restaurant. Very uh -huh. reasonable food. I had a steak. I had baked potato, vegetable medley, and a wedding soup. Everything was good. I didn't have a problem. Had an appetizer. Oh, an appetizer. Uh, my mom and my uh, wife and I ate there. But here was the kicker at the beginning. Okay. I had to sign up to get a table because they didn't have any available at the time. So they told me 45 minutes to an hour. I said, okay, fine. So I went back out and, you know, did my thing at the casino. All right. What do you. Pause they it, said, we'll text. <laughs> what do you think his thing at the casino is? <laughs> Looking for other buffet restaurants. That's what his thing at the casino is. Okay. She when your table's ready. So I see the text. It says, your table's ready at the wheelhouse. Come up. So I get a hold of my mom. I get a hold of my wife. We were in different, like, little areas of the casino. We were close to the wheelhouse. We come back. We get over there. And I said, look at right here. It says, my table's ready. Oh, no, uh, Mr. Williams, your table's not ready. I said, well, what does this say here on my phone that my table's ready? <laughs> So this guy here, of course, you know, can't answer my question. I have to go get this manager. Now, this guy, he's probably about 20 years old, maybe 21, probably his first manager's job or whatever. And he comes up to me and he goes, oh, you're lying. He says, you're, you're lying. There's no way because we don't have you marked here. I said, I'm lying. I said, so, you know, I got very angry. And, and, and I try not to get angry because I don't want to stress myself out. Okay, I when you get angry and you get stressed out like that, you lose focus on everything. All right, All right and I just Steve, didn't. Can we can we pause? Because I know there's a joke we both want to make, right? <laughs> As to why this guy was turned away at the buffet restaurant. I mean, come on. They saw they were looking out the window as he walked in from the parking lot. <laughs> like, yeah, tell them we're closed. Yeah, in a casino, isn't the house supposed to win? <laughs> There's no way we're letting this guy get anywhere near all you can eat. <laughs> but as I understand it, the wheelhouse is not a buffet. Well, he had a steak and a baked potato and two bowls of soup and, and an, an appetizer. appetizer. <laughs> sure. Uh, I want to lose focus on nothing, so I really didn't want to get angry, but I did. Because he called me a liar. I said, let me tell you something. I'm a deacon in my church. Don't you ever call me a liar. And I said, and then number two, on top of all this, uh, it's my birthday today, and this is the way you're going to treat me? Okay, pause. So he looks at Pause. This is my birthday, and this is the way you're going to treat me. Chris, yeah. why do you think he brought up that it was his birthday? Uh, I don't know. Free cake. <laughs> Undoubtedly, yeah. He brought, and this, this is the first time it comes up in this argument he has with the staff. Yeah, it's his birthday. By the way, if you're a male over the age of twenty-one, no one cares if it's your birthday. Right, right, right. Yeah, come on. So uh, let's keep going. There's even more. My phone, and he goes, "Well, this was from last year." I said, "Sir, I wasn't in this restaurant last year." Okay, pause. So 
Yeah, so the manager's telling him that this text was from last year. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute, Chris. I just oh. wanted people to understand that that's, uh, okay. that's what he's saying here. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. The last time I was at this restaurant was before COVID, and I haven't been here since. So don't sit there and tell me I'm a liar and then show, well, I'm just showing you what the date says here. I says, yeah, but again, I was never here for two years. So how do you justify trying to tell me that I'm a liar? So then he not only calls me a liar, he says, well, your table's not ready yet. You still have to wait. I said, what part of this don't you understand your system? Well, again, like I told you, I said, but I wasn't here last year. And I mean, I'm like trying to really tell this guy. And then on top of all this, you know what really bothers me? Instead of people trying to help me, or stick up for me. They stand and laugh. They think it's funny. They think, you know, everybody in this society today thinks everything is a joke. And it's not. It's not funny at all. Okay, pause. Okay? <laughs> Ralph, of course it's funny. Of course they're laughing. And in a moment, we'll get to what obviously happened. And I, I'm sure you folks have figured it out, too. But uh, we'll explain that for the folks who haven't. But, yes, people are laughing because you're a fat guy. And there's nothing wrong with or funny about being a fat guy on its own. But if you're a fat guy who argues with restaurant staff over not being served quickly enough, not being given a table so you can eat way too much food quickly enough for your taste, so to speak, that's funny. Yeah, if you if you go to a restaurant and your big question is why is everyone laughing at me? I mean, turn the mirror inward, dude. <laughs> it's like the cop pulling over the donut truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see some more of uh, Ralph Williams's rant about the wheelhouse. And then instead of these people standing there actually doing something to help me, <laughs> what they're, they're laughing about it. They think it's funny. <laughs> I said, "What are you laughing at? What's so funny about it?" So then I get seated and I'm sitting down and I'm saying something about the whole thing. And this guy's sitting at the table laughing in my face. He, 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 like it's funny. I said, mister, you think it's really funny, don't you? You really think it's funny that I'm upset because I didn't get my table. Are you, what would happen if that would happen to you? Would you be, would you be, uh, now let me ask you this. Would you appreciate somebody laughing at you? Pause. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be yeah. a change of pace. Yeah. Maybe drop an email every now and then <laughs> saying how funny they think I am. That'd be yeah. great. We'd appreciate it. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. Come on, Pittsburgh. Come on, everybody. Would you appreciate somebody laughing at you when you know you're right? The system said to me on my phone that I had my table ready. And this manager, and I even told him, I said, listen, don't play games with me. I host a podcast. I'll blast you from here next week. He didn't even care. On this episode. He didn't even care. It was my birthday. That was the, even the worst part of it all. I says, here, I'll show you my ID. It's my birthday. Yeah, still angling for that. He didn't care. All he kept saying was, well, your table's not ready yet, Mr. Williams. Your table's not ready yet, Mr. Williams. I am not a third grader. I understand what you're saying. Do something about it. Okay. It's not my fault that your technology, that your system sent me a notice saying my table is ready. Okay? 
Not my fault the wrong date's on her. I wasn't at your restaurant last year. So how do you justify me being at your restaurant last year? Okay? How do you justify being at your Come restaurant? Come on, everybody. How, how, what would happen if it happened to you? Let me ask you that question. If it would happen to you. Pause. Okay. Chris, what if it happened to you? What if uh, you, you saw a text, and let's say in his telling, it happened the way he says it happened. Uh, you get a text. You're waiting for a table. You get a text. Mm -hmm. It says, hey, Mr. Morgani, your table's ready. Sure. And you show up, and the host says, actually, it isn't. We made a mistake. And um, how would you react? My, my response would be, well, how much longer is it going to be then? And if they told me it's going to be another hour, I would say, you know what? I'm going to go eat somewhere else. However, if there were people laughing at me, I wouldn't know what to make of it. <laughs> See, I think the it, it sounds like an honest mistake in his telling. Yeah. His telling is not accurate at all. We know that. And it should be obvious to everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, my reaction would be, okay, well, um, in that case, I'll keep waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Honest mistake. We all make mistakes. So uh, let's continue. Okay. And it's not funny. It's not funny at all. Because the way I see it is if it happened to you, you wouldn't laugh. Somebody nice. laughing at you about this. Okay? And especially if someone calls you a liar. A liar. This manager called me a liar. You know what? Pause it, please. You know what would have been great if the manager, if you'd been like, well, this text is from last year. And the manager would have been like, well, that's a good point, but you're a fat fuck. <laughs> like, you're just agreeing with him the whole time. He makes some valid points, but on the other hand. All right, let's continue. All right. Casino security. Oh, no. Okay, casino security was good. Parking rates were good. We actually beat the system because uh, they have parking rates for the event. Pit game was going on. Okay. What's, what's happening here? It was first of the month. It was still a madhouse at the casino. Okay, pause. It sounds like, right. a, day, uh, it sounds like a day where there might have been scarce tables at a restaurant within the casino. Oh, when he said the pit game was going on, I thought it was like next door. He means people just wanted to go there and watch it. I, I guess. guess, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how Pittsburgh is set up, but but Steve, have we moved on from what you assumed everyone knew? Oh no, no, was no. really okay. We're, we're, all right, because I'm very interested to hear that. We're not there yet. Uh, okay, let, let's hear a little more. But the bottom line, it was my birthday. I was doing everything I could to have fun, and and I did slice of cake. I had a good time. I had fun despite the fact of this manager. But like I said, what really bothers me, and you know what's what's funny about this is, it goes back to what I've been saying for many many time years here on this program. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. Nothing. <laughs> Nobody cares. If you cared, you wouldn't laugh like that. <laughs> what's so funny about somebody getting upset because they didn't get their table when you know you're right, but then you call me a liar. You Everything. called Everything. me a liar. 
That's the thing that really gets to me about this. You called me a liar. I mean, I, you know, it, it was the bottom line was they, you know, they claimed they didn't have my table ready. But then on the other hand, they're going to call me a liar on top of it. And that was the, the, the interesting part that was not funny at all was the fact that they called me a liar. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I think we have it. So I uh, called him a liar. So just to be clear, this is the same place he ordered a steak, a baked potato, the soup, and two appetizers yeah, from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. Now, um, you want to tell the folks what actually happened? It should be obvious. I, I, don't, know that, I don't know that I get it, Steve. Ah, he went to the wheelhouse last year for his birthday. Yeah. And one thing he remembered was the complimentary slice of birthday cake. That's why <laughs> that came up so often. Um, <clears throat> so this year he went back and he put in for a table and he waited as long as he was willing, which was well shorter than the estimated time frame. Oh, okay. Long before a table was ready for him, but he just couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. So he pulled up the text from last year saying his table was ready and presented it to the host. Right. Who saw through the ruse immediately. Yeah. How could you convince someone he texted you when that person knows he didn't? Fair point. But now Ralph was in too deep, so he had to commit. So the manager shows up and calls him a liar in Ralph's telling. Now, I'm not sure that's what happened. He might have said, um, that's not true. This text is not from today. It's from a year ago, to which Ralph responded, are you calling me a liar? Yeah. One of those deals. To the mirth of everyone within earshot, of course, because here's a fat guy arguing for faster restaurant service. Mm. And might I add, in a mobility scooter, because Ralph Williams carts himself around in a jazzy. Oh, no. He ate himself into a hover round. So if you're going to question why people are laughing, Ralph, you unwittingly created a comic scenario far funnier than anything we'd ever produce. Yeah. Have well, some dignity, I mean, have on. some humility, and treat people with respect. I spent a lot of time writing that Austin Powers thing. You just know this guy's eaten a lot of dinner rolls that have first taken a, taken a detour to the employee restroom. Right. If you know what I'm talking about. Right. And I have a feeling we'll be talking about Ralph Williams a lot going forward in the coming weeks and months. Now, Steve, how much of the laughter of the surrounding patrons do you attribute to people who saw the first clip that we saw where, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's getting prank called on it and, and told about hemorrhoids flaring up? I, I don't know if he's that big a name where they would have, uh, he was a, a viral sensation, you're saying? And yeah. And they saw him in action. That, I don't think he would have made the connection. That clip did have, I think, around 200,000 views, but they would have all have to been from the Pittsburgh area in order for him to be, achieve that level of local celebrity. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's probably, people were just laughing at him because he's making an ass out of himself. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with your take. I did that actually. I didn't realize. Now that you say it, it makes perfect sense. Because the guy said this is from a year ago. How yeah. how would he? He saw the tax. That, no, this is from a year ago. He was trying to game the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so. He's a not a good dude. Then. No, no. He's he's a shyster, and uh, I, I think we're going to be talking more about him in the coming weeks and months. You know, I th I think we should have a segment called uh, what's this segment called? Uh, Life stories. No, what 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 is the way I, oh, see, oh, the way it. I see it? No, that that's that's one of his podcasts. That's one of his podcasts. The yes. way I see it with well, Ralph Williams. I think we should have a segment called "The Way We See It," 
<laughs> where we weigh in on whatever he's doing in all four of his shows that week. So, <laughs> or I think he's he's got such a back catalog; it doesn't matter when it happened, right? And, and whatever we get around to watching. And again, I like to point out: there's nothing wrong with being overweight. We don't have a problem with people who are overweight. God no. knows I don't. Right. So and I, it's all about the situation and his behavior and the way he uh, <laughs> presented himself. Yeah, I mean, I may may have said something like a month ago. It was may have give people the impression I have a problem with. We have no problem with people who want to eat what they want to eat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, in that so. case, Chris, I think we did it. Is there anything we didn't talk about you might want to talk about? I think we have like a whole other show to record after this. So, yeah, we should probably just keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but in that case. Well, we uh, have a wedding wait, next Chris week. Morgani, we had uh, Jim Corhan, I'm Steve Reese. Time for Oski Wall. Well, I'm not going to. Tigers? Eat them raw. We did it. Fast cast is next. Thank <laughs> you.